Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning, Rain Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Outdoor Line, streaming live on MyNorthwest.com, and don't forget about the live video feed on 710sports.com. And the venerable D Outdoor Line.com with blogs and pictures of Joey Pyburn. I'm back. You're back, back in the back. studio. So now you uh you you feel my pain with regard to remote broadcasts and how stuff can go. Yeah, but I thought it went it, it went, went well. Fine. You know, for what I running that from my iPad, which is super cool with the Lucy Live app. Uh, I think everything went pretty smooth. Yeah, just um, you know, we'll we'll get in here and get a headset or two figured yeah. out. But what you don't didn't need to figure out was the number of Chinook that are coming down to coast, dude. Man, and, and I've been talking to the guys up there and kind of keeping you know in tune with what's going on in Sitka. And how can you not? Your brain, know, half your brain's still there. And yeah. our poor buddy Phil Spielzi and Ashero, he's. He's just he's he's got a terminal case, dude. He's just well, bad. and and you met my buddy Eric, who who uh, oh my, yeah, good my, dude, man. My, you know, I've known Eric for almost thirty years. He'd never been to Alaska, never caught a Chinook salmon, never caught a halibut. Oh wow, never caught a lingcod. Oh wow, he, you fixed he caught all check, three. Check check check. Caught his first <laughs> twenty Chinook. Yeah. Got a hundred pound halibut and a forty nine inch lingcod. Dude, yeah, that's and and, and I'm and he's fun well on my way of ruining his life. <laughs> he's already ruined. There's no question. This time next week, the ocean opens up. Marine areas three and four, also known as uh, as as Lapush and Nia Bay, open up. Our good buddy Dave Johnson uh, is on uh, the waters of Nia Bay this morning. Uh, offshore doing a little halibut. He's going to stay in cell coverage, and we're going to uh, get a little on-water halibut report, but also his take on on the ocean seasons and how they're they're going to unfold. Dude, I I think it's going to go off like a like a bomb. Well, mush, the nice thing about cloud. having Dave out there is, you know, we're going to not only hear about what's going on on the bottom fish front, but Dave is going to be looking around and seeing what's jumping around on the surface. If there's bait out there, is he marking Chinook? You know that we're going to start to get a little idea of what's out there, you know, on the Chinook front, and and if it's if it's anything like what we're seeing coming down the coast of Southeast Alaska, you know, Vancouver Island, there's a massive biomass of Chinook headed well, this way. And and if you if you recall the Buzz Ramsey theorem, where forecasting organizations always under forecast rebounding runs, right? And and we are definitely on the abundance upswing ups, upswing with regard to both Chinook and coho populations. To, to the, speaking specifically about Puget Sound on the coho front, um, but but also up and down the coast, we're we're seeing an upswing of fish that's under forecast, and and that's manifested itself in an area eleven fishery that that had a tremendous first weekend. Okay, now you can see the effects of no there was there was nobody fishing for like a, a month or month and a half two months down in area eleven. And then they open it up, and it's half a Chinook, uh, an angler, right? which, which is kind of always what happens, right? Yeah, right on, out of the gate, fire. the fishing is on fire, right? And then the second opener hit on Thursday, and it was kind of eh, it's the hangover, eh, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, bingo, yeah, yeah, yeah Chinook hangover. I like yeah. that. I want, a, I want a Chinook hangover. I do too, because to get a Chinook, you got to catch a lot of Chinook, yeah, yeah in order to get fully. Well, in, I, I recovered. Fully I recovered from my Chinook hangover uh, from Sitka, getting back last Saturday afternoon, um, but. 
dude, Sitka yeah. has got me. Oh, it does. Now, got me bad. But um, Area 11 has has our dear friend uh, Bob Buchanan and, of course, Gabe Miller, who both got their Chinook yesterday in, in, in Area 11. And uh, we we swung through uh, the, the north end yesterday, and, and there was there was probably eighty boats on, on the bubble, which is on the Tulalip bubble, which is not open today. It's it's a it's salmon ceremony day, and that was it was tough. The north end right now is is really tough. So it's going to be super interesting to see what this shot of rain, very welcome shot of rain, dude. It was drier than a popcorn, you know what, around here. A little too long. Yeah, we Just need the rain. Stuff we, up. You know what's going up on the Skagit. We have we have some some decent Chinook fishing going on up there, but they also they need some water. Um, I don't know that this rain's going to do a whole lot for the river, but we'll see. You know, yeah. it, it rained pretty good yesterday, and on the way in today, uh, there were some of those large puddles that <laughs> you know kind of yeah. end up being on I five. Everybody's and, and lawn sprinkler got a break yesterday. Yeah, There's no question. For sure. So uh, speaking of the aforementioned Skagit and Cascade Chinook opportunity, that also opened up. On June first, uh, the the Cascades open four days a week, uh, Wednesday through Saturday, and um, the Skagit is seven days a week. Both those fisheries are two Chinook limits, and both those fisheries are open through July fifteenth. So, um, Kevin John Holiday Sports, he's going to jump in uh, a little later this hour and run us through those fisheries because, dude, they're I mean, completely different fisheries. You're- yeah, yeah, and and Kevin's just in tune with everything going on in the North End. Uh, he's going to tune us up on the Skagit fishery, and we'll probably talk a little bit of San Juan Ling, Straits Halibut, which has still been really, really solid. A lot of guys have just forgotten that uh, those halibut are out there waiting to be caught, and it's seven days a week right now. My Uncle Ray went out there, got his, his fi- filled his punch card, his final, <laughs> his final his halibut, fall, final halibut final flat one. Uh, done by 8 in the morning, and then went up into the islands. Caught a beautiful 35-inch, 34-and-a-half-inch yeah. cod. Um, got a beautiful oversized fish that was just, you know, one of those ones with that didn't have the big fat belly, just <laughs> just thick An from the shape. head all the way down. In shape. A, a, a ling that had been doing abs? Yeah, I'd been doing abs. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't do a lot of cardio. They don't do a lot of abs. But, man, what they do is just absolutely taste phenomenal. Kathy and I ate the last uh, little bit of our Puget Sound ling, too, which was just, just absolutely phenomenal. Um, that fishery you've got until Thursday. It closes got five days, five guys. more days, and it and and our our local stuff right here in Puget Sound possession has still been. It's it just like it almost got better, and there's no pressure out there. Well, at all. and the tides are better. This this to me, if if you're going to set up a perfect set of tides right now, it's kind of that lazy early morning flood a little bit. Because the current doesn't really get super organized, the afternoon would be really, really tough because of the big runout. We got a afternoon minus tide, mm-hmm. but this, but this morning little flood, this little push of water, great tide, money. Go get your Just shiner perch. Money, go yeah. get your sand dabs. Yeah. Get out there and, and get you know get your last few days of lingcod fishing in because you're going to miss it. If it when it's gone, it's gone, and you got to wait till next year. Do you know what this is? It's free fishing weekend. Free fishing weekend. Free fishing weekend with some little tweaks to the free part. Free, free fishing weekend. This is like basically WDFW can write you a ticket for anything this weekend. Now this changed. Yeah. This changed yeah. to no small extent because it used to be woo right. Yeah. You know, got there free spool. No, this this free fishing weekend. And we'll talk about it a little bit more, especially in the Northwest Outdoor Report. Is you 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 can go out and do everything that's legal. You can go fish lakes, okay? bass, trout, bass, anything trout, in the yeah. lakes, um, any open river fishery, but. If it requires a catch record card, which 
salmon, steelhead, halibut, sturgeon. Yeah, sturgeon. They all do, right? Yeah. You still have to mark those fish. So so before it was like no size restriction and screw the limit, right? No, uh, no uh, not this year. No. So so WDFW dropped a press release that said, well, enforcement emphasis this weekend is going to be on public education because they've they've jerked the magic carpet of free fishing weekend fully out from under you. And uh, let, let's just hope the uh, anglers that are out there. But are guess what? You can line. go catch. What? You can go Shad. chase. Shad. You can go chase a lingcod. <laughs> yes, you can. A cabazon. Yeah, you can. Uh, coastal rockfish. Coastal There's, Rockies. Listen, yeah. and, and right now you could go out and do a deep water ling trip. You don't even need a license. Go out there. That fishery has been insane. Yeah, it's the, the whole the whole Westport thing has has been something of an enigma th- this year. For I, I mean. Typically, the guys will go out and kind of do the 700-foot deal and get their automatic halibut, but it's kind of been a, a, a more of a near-shore deal for a lot of the guys. But the Ling thing has just been stellar. Well, and if you want to catch a true sea monster, you know, I, I saw uh, our, our buddy Doug and, and Brock and the boys went out and fished with um, Nick Scaftron from High Life Charters, which is an annual trip for those guys. Uh, I saw a Ling cod that was over 30 pounds. Jeez, yeah. You could put a you know, half of that fish is head. You yes. could you could take an NBA basketball and open up that fish and not hit a tooth and just stick it right in yeah. there, dude. They're 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 just amazing. And and the way they feed, you know, they 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 slam their jaws open and keep their keep their gill plates shut and just suck in like a Hoover vacuum, a big bunch of water, right? And just with their intended prey, it's yeah. well, go go jump on YouTube and, and look at a lingcod feeding video. It's, There's a lot of cool look. I went down a lingcod rabbit hole oh, before did. I went to Sitka. And there's a lot of cool um, videos and all kinds of information. Well, they're just the, they're such cool fish. They are, and and you know they, they you you in your mind's eye, you think that all right, well they're on the bottom and they're just going to be on the bottom. So if that's the case, and we're out out there ling fishing, we're watching all these little coho, these resident coho pop on the surface. By the way, we're going to talk about the area ten thing too in a minute. But why why are we catching lings? That have salmon, whole salmon in them, right? Yeah. Well, and, they're pre- and they're predators, they are, and they're going to go to where the food coming, is. They, yes, and they they will come up in the water column. So my uncle Ray, that that nice, you know, that's about as big as you're going to be able to catch here and be legal. That 34 right. to 35 inch ling sure. cod, um, that fish, he got whacked on a whole purple <laughs> label herring down on the bottom. Right, had a fish grab yeah. it. Fish was gone. He's reeling up. He gets up off the bottom, almost halfway back up to the boat in that, you know, 40 feet off the bottom. Sure, sure. And just reeling his gear in, and his rod just buries. And that lingcod followed it all the way up and took it way up in the, you know, midwater column, which, you know, we, we see that a lot. You'll see those things follow. You can have a lingcod or a rockfish on, and you reel it up, and you'll see this shadow down there. And they'll follow it all the way up to the boat and then cruise right back down to their reef. So the whole time— um we're on anchor butt fishing up north. You know, we're we're looking at the marine electronics because you can you can see a disturbance down there on the bottom, and and some old salts call that disturbance on the bottom. They call it halibut cobras, right? Because they're just you you don't mark a halibut because they they lack a swim bladder, right? They're just flat to the flat to the bottom, but you will see a disturbance down there. So we're up there one time, and and Kevin's Gogan is fishing a pair of J hooks, 
and misses just a violent strike. And I go, dude, come on, man. He's just kind of what he, he should have been reeling on that thing and, and would have stuck him, right? So I'm giving him all kinds of freaking crap. I go, reel that thing, and he turns on the electric reel, and that thing is buzzing up at full speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets it about 50 feet on the one, and it just gets dynamited and pulled right down to the bottom. So the reel is still going full speed retrieve, and the drag is going full speed yeah. out. Kevin's trying to burn up the He's motor. fragmented, yeah. yes. We were about ready to have a rapid unplanned disassembly event of that <laughs> reel, right? And 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 so when we ended up getting the fish, but it was it was like a hundred and ten pound halibut that had missed that bait, and Kevin was reeling it up as, and and tremendously fast with an electric reel, and all and he, and he just swam up that fast and burned that bait and dragged right down to the bottom. The cool well, and that happens stuff. a lot. We that's part of our our fishing tactic up there is you get a bite and if you miss it you yeah hit the button yeah. bring that up a bit stop it. And a lot of times they'll follow it up and they'll grab it at that point or drop it back to the bottom and they'll take it on the bottom. And, and it's one of the most misunderstood aspects of using electric reels in deep drop fisheries is the efficiency aspect of it. Because you you have the ability with those electrics to minimize your time between the bottom and the boat and refresh your baits. And that is such an important aspect to developing and maintaining an effective scent trail down on the bottom is keep sending those baits down. Send them down. Fresh send them bait, down. Send, fresh yes. Bait. Keep yes. that scent trail alive and fresh. And, you know, it's, and it's, for some reason, I couldn't get my friends to crank up for fun from 550 feet of water. Come on, yeah, crank up. I wonder up. why. No, my bait's fine. My bait's fine. Uh-huh. You can't get anybody to do it, dude. You get lazy yeah. because it is a lot of work. Yeah, you want to crank um, it up, Nelly? No, it's your rod. You crank yeah. it up. No, no. Yeah. But the efficiency of those electrics, I mean, it changes the game. 100%. And, you know, a lot of the charter guys now out on the coast, they've went, they've switched over. Now they're running electrics right. because, look, time on the water. Yep. You got only got so much when you're running. Some of those guys are running 40 miles offshore right now to catch those big lingcod. Well, you got to maximize your time fishing. And the only way to do that is if you can drop to the bottom, if you get whacked down there right away and then nothing and you you have to crank up five six seven hundred feet you're not getting your deckhand's not getting a tip at that point well and <laughs> and the time it takes you to get it up yeah. and back down you it's, can get it up and down three times with an electric yeah for sure for sure all right we're late for a break uh again just running it down real quick kevin john holiday sports gonna jump in uh, later this hour with uh Skadget, chinook san juan ling straits halibut drill which is still going on our dear friend chad ellis and peregrinelodge.com week from tomorrow, we're heading up to Peregrine. Weep you might if you miss this trip, because it is one of the hottest Chinook reports I've heard coming down. Rob Ensley, well, you just got back from Sitka. Yeah. It's on fire. Rob Ensley's seeing fish to 25 pounds and multiple ones, and they're getting 20 bites a day at Peregrine Lodge. Mm-hmm. And, and Langara, just to the west, is is on fire, too. Come join us. Uh, we're going to get a live report from uh, from Peregrine Lodge and, and uh, uh, Queen Charlotte's with Chad Ellison. And then, of course, the aforementioned Dave Johnson joining us live from Nia Bay, where everybody is in breathless anticipation for the Chinook opener next weekend. All right, come back here a little bit. We've got to talk a little bit about what's going on with the with the resident co-fishery and a whole lot more. Load up that text toy, 866-979-3776, powered by Yamaha. Outboards are right back here. Give us 90 seconds, and let's talk a little uh, resident co-program right here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. From the shining shores of Puget Sound to your radio, this is the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station. 866-979-3776 is not only the reverse chine hotline, it's also the text toy powered by Yamaha Outboards. 
uh, from the 425. Hey, guys, uh, we're marking a massive algae bloom in Area 10 this morning, marking good fish, waiting for a resident coho bite. Um, yeah, that's that brown algae thing. I mean, we're kind of seeing it all over the sound. It's, it's absolutely like clockwork when we get... Surface water temperatures in the springtime in Puget Sound, 58, 59, 60 degrees. I mean, you see it. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a plankton, uh, phytoplankton bloom. That, and you if, know, if you can, run away from it. Yeah. I mean, if you can find clean water, that's kind of been the key. Obviously, we check in with uh, Nicky Kester, Captain Nick Kester from All-Star Charters. Yeah, he's not a fan. He, he you know, he sees that algae. He knows you got to get away. You got to go try to find some clean water somewhere. Um, and so he's been kind of running around, finding that clean water and still getting on a decent bite. This, this weather disturbance, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely changed things, not only for the resident coho, but for the lingcod yesterday too. Uh, we had a, that nice soft tide. Nikki was on the grounds. He said, man, it was totally different yesterday. And it, it had to be that, that system that moved in, just kind of shut things down. It's those pressure differences work on the fish, dude. You, you know, I mean, all these all these fish have one thing in common, you know, except for halibut, right? And they have they have swim bladders, and and, and so when you change, uh, you know, the atmospheric pressure changes the pressure on the water, and they they just you know they they work a little different. They don't they don't like deflated swim bladders and low pressure systems, I, and I no. just, it can put them off the bite. You need to get on the bite and stomp on in to Three Rivers Marine for the first annual Yamaha Stomp June clearance pricing. If if you have a little skiff and you don't have a two and a half or a five horse or, or dude, I got one of those five horse, two strokes with the internal yeah. tank, dude. It's, it, it's so, I saw, I saw the picture on, oh, dude. on our, so you're I don't gonna, have to row the don't boat have to anymore. Row. You do not have to row us out oh. of the boat anymore. Huh. No, but get on into three rivers Marine. This sale goes for the first Yamaha hundred Yamahas or the end of the month, whichever comes first, go check out the Yamaha stomp at three rivers Marine. But, uh, but also, yeah, getting back to this resident code deal, it's, it's it's such a great drill for guys, and every I mean, it's hammer time out there. They're they're absolutely. Well, we knew we knew it was going to be, be good, good when we saw all those co those little resies jumping around when we were out there lingcod fishing. Yep, I mean they were everywhere, and and decent sized fish. Um, I'm hearing some of the fish as they moved down towards the South Sound were were not quite as big as those lunkers we were seeing out there on Possession Bar, but the fishing has been really solid. Um, this system, like I said, is going to change that. But as we come out of this and we get back to a more stable weather pattern, that fishery is going to be on fire. Um, and, and like you said, it's a great tune-up for guys. Get out there, run, run your gear. Absolutely my next point. Run your dude. downriggers. The worst. Run all your gear. Make sure you are tuned up yep. and ready for our July Chinook opportunity. The worst thing you can do to your boat is not use it. Yeah. And, and, and those gremlins, you know, creep in. And, and, I mean, you know, we did – as much work to our boat as we possibly could over the wintertime. And still, when you use it, things present themselves. And, and, and the bigger the boat and the more complex the electrical systems and everything else, you know, the more potential issues you're going to have. They're, they're, you know, the cure-all is new batteries, clean electrical systems, and a lot of gremlins go away, right? But still, I, I mean, you know, to get out there and use your stuff, this is a great time to, to get those final things done because, hey, next Saturday – Three and four open up, okay? Mm-hmm. We got our first Chinook seasons of the year. Then before you know it, here comes July, okay? Five and six open up, Then and, and then here comes here comes 10, you know, nine and 10, and, and it's freaking go time. And, and We're rolling. Well, yeah, and, and a lot of the shops right now, they don't have a lot of space. I mean, they're they're booked way the heck out 
for for maintenance. So so get yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't wait. Don't or you're, wait. You're going to be sitting on the beach. So speaking of the beach, you can catch a Chinook on the beach at the, the Cascade River. Yeah, and some spots on the Skagit. Mm-hmm. And there's still lings in the San Juans, and butt in the Straits. So who would be the best guy to talk about all that? Kevin John. Kevin John, Holiday Sports, joining us next here on the Outdoor Line, Sales Sports Station 710, Sales Sports app. Welcome to the BOMAC Tech Line. BOMAC has all the gear for all your techniques, and SMI shellfish gear is simply the best. BOMAC, we catch big fish. By the way, if you see a uh, 22-foot gritty white with uh, Yamaha Power Ray Marine Electronics, that's Bob Buchanan. He's got two fish this morning down in Area 11. Make sure you get on his six right now and uh, interrupt his fishing plans. Oh, he's going to love us for that. If, on the other hand, you're headed to the north end, you want to check in at the Real Counter Holiday Sports with none other than Kevin John, our dear friend. And, and by the way, that's the Crispy Boot headquarters of the Great yes, Pacific sir. Northwest. Uh, Kevin John, Holiday Sports. When um, July fir- June 1st opened up, we got a whole new set of opportunities on the Skagit. And welcome to the show, Kevin. Morning, buddy. Morning, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, June first is always kind of the the light at the end of the tunnel, right? You know, we kind of shift <laughs> from that lower uh, that well, lower but, river Chinook fishery that's not uh, not really a you know fishery. This isn't well. I mean, it's not super super productive, you know, but it's certainly an opportunity to get out and go do it. Whereas when we get up into this stretch of the river, you know, they start to hold and they really start to bite. Um, you know, things started off pretty hot. Certainly, a lot of pressure, especially with uh, you know a little lack of opportunity down on the sky this year. Um, we've seen a lot of those guys shift up this way. Um, but the uh, the Cascade had quite a few fish on opening morning. Um, they, I think they're sitting 250 fish or so in the in the hatchery. We've really been waiting waiting on some rain to really kind of push fish up into there. Uh, Joe and I were talking yesterday, and like I said, there's there's quite a few fish in the system, but they haven't been like stacked up like cordwood, like guys have been expecting to see, like we've seen the last couple of years early. Uh, but this shot of rain's really going to help things out and pull those fish up in there. So 250 um, fish on the on the Marble Mount rack right now on the Chinook front. How does that stack up to years past? Is that a that is that uh, an average number above average? Well, they got fish in quite a bit earlier okay. than usual this year. Um, you know, we actually had. Like late April, they actually started catching a few of those fish up there uh, on the tail end of the steelhead fishery. So we saw those fish go up early, um, and then we had that rain that last week, and when things blew out, and that was kind of when we had seen the bigger push of fish go up into that. But we haven't had a whole lot of rain since then. Um, so, you know, we've had fish in the system, but we haven't had them fully commit all the way up and get into the hatchery um, to this point, whereas a lot of years we're seeing a little bit more rain than this, and they'll actually end up having more fish in the trap because of it. Uh, so we got them really early this year, and then we just kind of went stagnant for a while, um, which is why you're seeing guys kind of all through that stretch that are that's open, running into a couple of fish here and a couple of fish there and a couple of fish there. Uh, everything's been pretty low. Um, so, you know, you really want to be fishing the green water. That's kind of where those things are stacked up at. Um, you know, there's bank opportunity on both the Skagit and on the Cascade. Uh, at this point, the Cascade's still open, you know, just those four days a week, Wednesdays through Saturdays. Uh, but I would expect that to change, you know, following these rains. I would imagine that'll, uh, you know, let the tribal fisheries, you know, hit their numbers pretty quickly here this next week, I hope, uh, you know, which will be more time for, for us on the water if they're, um, but, but it's been a really solid fishery to start out. I saw a picture of a legit 30-pound hatchery Chinook caught up there on the opener. And I'm sure you probably yeah. heard of that fish or saw the picture too, right, Kevin? Some, some yeah, really, really nice. Yeah, we each year. 
I've seen, uh, you know, most of the fish that we've seen so far have kind of been those, you know, seven eighths, a couple of 12 pounders. Uh, I have seen a couple of pictures of fish that are, you know, 17 and 18 pounds. So, you know, we're kind of getting all the age classes, which is really cool. Uh, you know, especially the way that the, uh, the limit works up there being a, a two fish plus two jacks. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's great if you can get into those jacks early and, you know, come on with a couple of bonus fish. It sounds like it's kind of been a mix too. It's not like one single thing has been working. It's been, you know, guys are running beads, guys are wrapping plugs, guys are twitching. So it, it's kind yep. of been a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, on the, on the cascade especially, you know, usually early in the mornings we'll see guys kind of start out with bait because it's kind of the most natural presentation. And then that kind of kicks over to guys going into, uh, you know, standard drift gear with, uh, you know, corkies or soft beads. And then it kind of morphs into spoons and spinners before it ends up being a twitching thing, you know, by, you know, mid-morning. Um, you're just kind of trying to increasingly agitate those things and get them to do something. Uh, down on the Skagit, though, yeah, it really just depends on who you talk to. Uh, I've had quite a few guys that have just been, you know, bobber dogging eggs or, or fishing soft beads underneath a float. Um, you know, I had... One guy here a couple of days ago uh, had a couple of fish on a pink worm just because he happened to have some rigged up. Uh, <laughs> little, you know, leftover, so little leftover, leftover steel steelhead gear. <laughs> Come on, yeah. He was catch release steelhead at that point, dude. Come on, man. You know <laughs> yeah. that. But, you know, it, it brings up an interesting dichotomy of techniques because you work into the bigger water from the cascade and, and you head on down to the Skagit. Then, then, then you get some more of the kind of traditional boating techniques down there, too, where depending on the boat traffic, you could even anchor because – Man, if, if I know anything about the Chinook in the Skagit is if you find the travel lane and you park on it and you're able to really sit on it and hammer it, man, you, they, they will come to you, Kevin. Especially with the water being a little bit lower like yep. it is. You know, they're not able to just hold in stuff that they they might be able to after we get a shot of water. Uh, so if you can go, you know, sit at the top end of a chute or something, uh, you know, and bounce some bait down in front of their face or run a plug through there a couple of times on a, on a back bouncing rig. Um, you know, some of those techniques that guys think they can only use over on the coast work really well yeah, over they here. They do, man. You just got to be patient. So, again, you bring up a great point. You can keep two jacks and two adults, okay? In this, and, and those jacks, they smoke up really, really Yeah, they well, smoke up man. just fine. They are yummy. Meanwhile, we've still got five more days of ling fishing and and if it and, and I know that it's that it's solid in in the San Juans and and, and halibut still in the straits give us your uh, give it your first blush impression techniques and reports on those two fisheries Kevin yeah I mean the ling fishing's been really good this year you know it, it's held up pretty much anywhere anywhere anybody you're talking to it, it's been a really solid season um you know the the stuff a little bit closer in has certainly slowed down a bit but man you get out of the islands go out to the north end or uh you know on the middle bank stuff like that man it's been really good fishing uh if you do a little research on that ahead of time you can make those combo ling and halibut trips without having to put a whole lot of extra miles on the boat um you know the ling thing you know it's definitely been swim baits you know had you know huge upswing in popularity again this year uh you know guys are kind of figuring out that you need to put a chunk of bait on those things to really make them work a little herring Uh, strip or something you know scent works good man but but you put a strip of octopus or something hanging off the back end of those things man they love eating octopus you know it's amazing how many of those big oversized ones you can catch and they'll puke out a two foot Mm -hmm. long arm of an octopus like that's that's a great bait for 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 fishing cod and for halibut for that matter um, I talked to a couple guys the other day that were uh, uh, out shrimping at 
out by Lawson, uh, so they decided to jig for Lincoln up along the top end and uh, ended up, you know, finding a couple of salmon. So that's also uh, something that's got to be on the radar. We're not too far out from that one. It's and always then, uh, on our radar. Oh, it's always, oh, always, always, dude. And, you know, we're listening, you know, we're hearing what's going on down in down in area 10 right now. And then, you know, I mean, well, let's just, let's just connect the dots a little bit. We've heard of a couple incidental Chinook in the San Juans. It's on fire in Sitka. It's on fire. And we talked to Robbo and Craig. Queen Charlotte Islands are absolutely polluted with Chinook. I can't wait to get up there a week from tomorrow. PeregrineLodge.com. And, 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 and then there's, there's, we're hearing them in the San Juans. Let's see. They're on the other side, and they're in the San Juans. And they're, hmm, would there be a bunch of Chinook coming down the coast right now, Kevin, or what? Yeah, there's, there's got to be a pile of fish out there at this point. Yeah, it's going to be uh, good, There dude. should be lots of incidentals to have. Well, and the halibut fishing thing has been really good. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's, 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 up. it's been really good, and, and it seems like like people have forgotten that they're out there, and it's open seven days a it's week. It's open every day. It's open, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, those regulations didn't close on June 1st. They opened open seven day. days a week. Yeah. you, you got to remember the other word. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it's been really solid for guys that are going out there and doing it. Um, you know, probably you know, hearing the, the best numbers of fish are probably coming off of middle and coyote at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, we still got guys, you know, fishing Eastern and Partridge and Hind, um, but the effort has certainly waned, uh, but that also lets you, you know, fish a little bit different than, um, than you might've been prior. You know, a lot of those guys who go out on weekends where the tides are nice, sure. you know, you, you start worried about putting down chum bags and somebody, you know, low hole on the type thing. <laughs> you really don't have to worry about that too much this time. What's the um, biggest, what's the biggest legit sport caught halibut you've heard of this season? Uh, I saw a couple of them over a hundred pounds. One of the local charter guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple we, we had a, over a hundred too. That's a freezer full of one fish, dude. Yeah, it really so is. Cool. Oh, no doubt. What What's going on up in some of those north end lakes, Kevin? Um, I'm sure there's still some kokanee fishing going on up in Samish. Um, Got to be some great trout fishing and, and some really good bass fishing up there in some of those north ends. Yeah, so a couple couple three weeks ago, you know, Samish really popped off and, and started putting out some fish. Things got a little bit goofier this last week. I think uh, with this this warm weather we have, I think a lot of those fish kind of dropped in depth a little bit. Um, and we've still, because of the way the temps have been, a lot of those guys were, have been able to fish just lead line or lead um, for quite a while, quite a while here. So kind of have to make a little technique transition to make sure that you can get yourself down to where you need to be. Um, we've seen Kavanaugh has been putting out some really nice fish. Uh, it has not been super, super consistent. Um, but you know, we're, we're talking, you know, 15 and 16 inch kokanee, which are great fish. Oh man. Um, one thing you got to keep in mind up on Kavanaugh though, too, is they're about to do some boat launch improvements. So I want to say they had, they put the concrete pad and stuff in. Uh, but I want to say it's the 14th of June, like through the 26th, they're actually putting a dock in. Um, but so it's going to be out of commission for for ten days or two weeks here pretty quick. So make sure you check that out before you go up there. Um, but as far as you know, our, our local trout and and bass stuff goes, uh, you know, opportunities abound. Um, you know, if you're a bank guy, the trout stuff gets a little bit tougher this time of year because the weed growth comes up so much. Uh, on the other hand, that bodes really well if you're a bass guy because uh, all of a sudden you can start punching pads and doing that type of thing. Uh, we've seen a pretty good topwater bite come on this week. Uh, you know, having the warmer weather that we've had. Um, so, you know, you get off work at seven o'clock at night, you still got four hours to go fishing in the dark, uh, you know, that are prime for doing that type of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, Big Lake has been really solid. I've talked to quite a few guys that have gone up uh, fishing Whatcom, and it sounds like that's been, been a really 
good option for uh, for smallmouth for guys doing uh, you know some light duty drop shot uh, and like Ned rigging type stuff. Um, you know, don't forget to run your crayfish stuff. There's a lot of crayfish around. Uh, bass will kill a crayfish just to kill a crayfish. They get in there and eat those beds up. Um, so that is, if, if all else fails, put a crayfish on. And I always always have a couple of crayfish Rapalas or something around, uh, you know, trying to search things out, trying to figure things out. Uh, and that's a great thing to do, you know, through, you know, June, early July, um, you know, before you can really dial something in if you're struggling. Kevin John is a thinly veiled duck hunter serving behind a real counter <laughs> at, at Holiday Sports. And I know you're, you're already getting waterfowl stuff in. I went up there and got crispy boot stuff. What's uh, what's what's showing up on the hunting side of things at the store the guys need to grab now before it's gone? Uh, you know, footwear is going to be the big one. Uh, you know, that, that always gets tough, and, and you buy a new set of boots, you got to get them broke in. This is a good time uh, to so do that. This is prime time to go do some hiking with the dog or, you know, or the family and, and get that stuff broke in and kind of dial your system a bit. Uh, you know, the bulk of all the uh, the fall stuff starts showing up, you know, middle of next month. So you're in the market for, you know, camos and things like that. Uh, you know, next month is going to be prime. But right now, uh, you know, I'd be looking at, uh, you know, waiters, footwear uh and then the big one is going to be uh you know ammunition and then you got to start start shooting those rifles and you know dialing duck loads and all that stuff uh we got lots of ammo starting to show up at this point uh you know we've seen probably the most stocked on steel this time of year as we've been in you know three or four years so uh you know if you're looking for uh you know specialty loads Now's the time to come do it. Uh, sitting in great shape on on you know non-talk steels as well. So uh, you know, come in and grab that stuff while you got the chance. He's easy to spot behind the real counter at Holiday Sports. He's the only one wearing a duck call and crispy boots. He's Kevin John. Kevin, thanks for your time, buddy. You got to jump on a boat, buddy. We got to go bend a rod this year. Bring old bring Jared and, and Anthem with you too, pal. Sounds like a plan, man. All right, buddy. Thanks for your time this morning. We thanks, appreciate man. great information as always. Uh, Kevin John, HolidaySportsBurlington.com. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, take it easy, guys. All right, man. Take it easy. Coming up next, Ray Marine Picks of the Week here. The second weekend. Is this, is this the last weekend of spring? Is summer coming? Summer is summer's coming. Summer's 21st, summer's 19th, coming. 20th. When is the summer solstice? Answer that question on the text toy, and, and uh, we'll get you a free outdoor line rope handle bucket. <laughs> next, oh, you're going to you're oh, gonna One kill. of my classic, yes, one of my rope yeah, handle buckets, dude. Right. I've got a thing for rope handle buckets these days. Raymond Picks of the Week right here in the Outdoor Line South Sports Station 710 South Sports app. Welcome to the Outdoor Line Picks of the Week, presented by Ray Marine Electronics. Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater. Ray Marine, simply superior. Head over to raymarine.com and find the latest and greatest in your complete multifunction navigation situation. Raymarine.com. Um, dude, Lincod open every day. Okay. Halibut is open every day. Every day. Okay. There's, a, there's, a, there's another shrimp uh, opportunity up in the islands tomorrow. Yep. Dude, so, yeah, there's, there, there's stuff to do. Next Saturday, obviously, we got Dave Johnson jumping on talk about the Coastal Chinook opener. You know, and, and again, I mean, we were joking around with Kevin John last week. Let me see. There's, there's Chinook in the Skagit, and there's Chinook in the South Sound, and there's Chinook in the, Chinook in the Central Sound, and there's Chinook in the Straits, and there's Chinook in Vancouver Island, and there's Chinook in the Queen Charlotte Islands, and there's Chinook. I mean, dude. It's. It, I, I have. Do you high, think? Do you think? High, do you think Nelly's excited, dude? I have high expectations for yeah. this opener. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, um, you know, we we've made mention of the the the, the coast. Excuse me, the resident uh, coho opportunity here in Puget Sound, 
and and what a great warm up that is for what I think is you know, going to be a real really solid opportunity. But you know, if you got the opportunity to get out to the coast next weekend, man, do it. I, I mean, talk to Mikey out at Nia Bay, out of Big Salmon Resort, and try to get a, try to get a slip out there. As always, the sleeper is going to be La Push. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just not that. You know, you, there's not that many guys that that run out of out of La Push, and and they should. And I don't know why. I mean, the, well, so the marina's smaller. It is, okay? and and there's less. Uh, I mean, but you can stay in Forks, but they're and, just, and they're very but, welcoming out there. I mean, oh, when I, I showed dude. up to go do the halibut opener, yeah, they had a big bonfire going right by the boat launch. Yep. They were they wait, were wait. They that were that taking was, that wasn't a fiberglass bonfire, no, it was, was it? No, no it was, it was okay. Not. It was a legit it was a propane wood. Okay, no, so a, there was, it was a like propane drip, big driftwood like, deal, right? No, no, it was a big propane like oh, really? uh, bar. Clean. Yeah, a very, smoke a smoke free. Yeah, bonfire. and they had a little a little cover, and you could buy your your launch pass right there. You didn't yeah. have to go anywhere. Um, and they they want your business out there. They want to see people out there coming the out. Push there. is cool, dude. It's super you cool. St- um, the Quileute Inn. Those little little condo deals right there. So last time Brock Heward and I were out there, um, brought my little my little freezer yeah. right full of bait. Thanks to you, and um, I actually put wheels on it so I could roll it right up to the porch and plug it in. Right, so you bring your bait, <laughs> dude. It was great, and 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 I am looking forward to that to the to the bubble fishery out there. And Dave Johnson is going to talk to us a little bit about that uh, coming up uh, later next hour. Okay, but but but, but, but. when are we going to talk about our shrimping? That we did yesterday. We struggled. Listen, Tobek is not gonna forgive me if I don't. We if, if We don't talk we about this. There was there was people that did a lot better than we did. Now, now listen, deal. I'm I'm gonna run folks through this, how this, this went. This okay? is the, the adrenaline confessional. Uh-huh. I, I'm the worst. So so listen, it's mm. it's shrimping spot prawns. We just figure it's a given. We're going to go out there and we're going to whale on them. Dude, we but hammered the crap out of them on the opener. We did. On the first and, one and in we May. we had a couple data points. We dropped a couple deep pots, or one one in particular, deeper than the rest, and, and we just thought, oh, well, we figured something out. These shrimp are clearly, you know. They're deeper. They're deeper. Okay. They're deeper. Here's, and what can we do here's on what, our boat? We hauled with gear our, fast. With our 2,600 feet of line on all Bubba's <laughs> right. coilers. You know, we, we have the we, crustacean coiler. We got lots of those things sitting of, around the of boat. Our, of our 2,600 feet of line, we put out 2,599 feet, and we overfished it. We we, 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 we fished too deep, and and here's how I know that we and so so I, I broke one of my own shrimp rules by kind of overthinking it because you want to drop on slopes right, and we had a couple pulls on the opener where I was fishing really really deep, and these pots came back our best pots of the day. With the biggest prawns. Fair, mm-hmm. fair to say? Yeah, for sure. So what are we going to do? We're going to use the data yeah. that we gleaned on the first opener, and we went all in, dude. Pushed like, all like, the chips like in. Like the dummy at the <laughs> Texas Hold'em table. And I was, like, right, I was, I was right there behind oh, Tom. My goodness, I'm like, dude. push them all Should, in, Tom. So I should have known. We're, we're running out there, and you start dealing the bait, and Tobek's like, oh, spoon down. You know, because to- anything you screw up on a boat, Tobek is going to just jump all over, mm-hmm. and you broke the spoon. I broke that the was, spoon. So that was the problem right there. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and spoon. listen. I no, talk- but look, here's, here's the deal. We had mud on the bottom of our pots because at the bottom of those slopes down there, what do you have? Over eons of billions of bazillion years you of Puget got, Sound rivers dumping sluff, in, you got silt, mud, silt. silt. And so when we pulled up that, that first pot with just a couple of prawns in it and it had mud at the bottom <laughs> of it, we, we came off the end of a slope 
and drop it. But you know, and and that's why you bring back uh, pots with mud in them, and you got problems. And then we just and then 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 we found them, but we ran out of time. So so went so there was there was shrimp that that went to dinner at Tobek's house. But uh, but we a lot of people did a lot better than we did yesterday on the shrimp opener, and that's the last time I'm going to talk about. He's he was happy. He was like, "Oh man, I'm going to get so much more play out oh, of I this know it, than if we went out there and we just wailed just on him. We got our Florida. limit. I'm See calling all Nelly's friends and you telling him that yeah, he couldn't you, catch shrimp. You just moved to Florida, Tobek. We'll see you. Yeah, bye. Well, then, you will see him because yeah. you love it down there. So yeah, no, he's freaking. It's great. Well, like you said, man, in the winter times around here, we kind of struggle for things to do, and that's when things kind of open up down there. Uh, closer to home, though. Again, don't let the last five days of the best ling season that I've really is it fair to say? I, I mean, think I'm like so. Speaking uh, hyperbole, but let's hyperbole. Just once. Let's hyperbole just this once. Yeah, I think it's been probably one of the most solid ling cod fisheries. I've heard of in the last 10 years, whether you're in the San Juans or you're you're off possession here in the Puget Sound. How many people um, have come up to you and said, yeah. listen, I need to catch a ling. And you go, okay, go go here and do and get a bait and, and then this. go here and do that. And they text you back with, look, dude, man, yeah. you, are, you, are a, you are a god amongst fishing men. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I do have my ling cod seminar that I'll be doing at the boat show <laughs> next year. And you can, be very you well can find me. You can find me in various spots he, around the Joey, Puget Sound doing my ling cod seminar. Joey's going to um, – he does them on the side of the road, dude. If you, yeah. see, you see Joey standing <laughs> you see on the side of I-5. see people standing there holding yeah. a sign. <laughs> I'm just holding my <laughs> yeah. laptop. We'll work for ling cod. <laughs> <laughs> I am a loser. See, no, no, we just yeah, we're no, we just have a very specific idiotic skill set. There's no question about it. Um, one week from tomorrow, this is it, gang. This is your last call to come up to Peregrine Lodge. Don't miss this. And this we're gonna is, hear about it next from oh, Chad Ellison up there. Dude, He's gonna tell us all the dirty so details and I, how good the fishing's been. We already hyperboled over the Lincod round. I'm gonna hyperbole over this one too, because um this is the Chinook opportunity you've been waiting for. They're they're getting they're you know, a lot. Somebody texted me last week going, "You mean they're getting twenty five fish in the fleet in the morning?" No, no, it's twenty five Chinook hookups in in the morning bite. Yeah, that's about what and, we were doing up in Sitka. Yeah, it's it's going to be one of the best fisheries that that you're 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 ever going to see for Chinook. And um, I, I, and I've seen some stuff, dude. I've seen some stuff in Sitka. I've seen some stuff in 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 you know all over the place, right? Buoy Tan. I mean, we had a freaking thirty king morning. You know, it, it, at at buoy ten, but those are the exception rather than the rule. So when you're, you know, just go to Peregrine Lodge and jump on this trip with us. Chad Ellison's going to give us a live on the water report, and then of course uh, our good friend Dave Johnson, uh, Kitsap Marina, he's out on the water in Nia Bay right now. In the meantime, if you're stuck here at home, stomp on over to Three Rivers Marine and go check out the Yamaha Stomp June clearance event. First hundred outboards you're going to get amazing prices on. It's kind of an emphasis of everything from uh, 2.5 to 25 horse. And look, if, you, if you're looking for a new kicker motor, this is the place to do it. You Look for those T motors, right? The T9, T8s, T9, those are trolling or thrust. T stands for trolling or thrust. Larger diameter propellers, lower um, gear case uh, ratios, uh, gear ratios. Go check those out at Three Rivers Marine, the number three, riversmarine.com. The first hundred outboards sold, going to get unbelievable pricing or the end of the month. And unbelievable pricing. I stopped yeah. in there the, uh, the other day and was looking at some of the pricing, and I'm like, holy cow, this is like yeah, way below MSRP and... 
We're talking cost stuff. That is. Guys, it so. is an inventory reduction at Three Rivers Marine. I've never seen him do this before. All right. Chad Allison, Peregrine Lodge, joining us next for the best Chinook report I've heard this year or, or the, for the last year or the year before that. Uh, and a whole lot more next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app.